I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 277 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. He is known as the fastest rugby player in the world. Carlin Isles will be here with me today, and he is also an Olympic athlete with hopes of competing in two Olympic sports next year. Carlin will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And one of the most important subjects you will hear me speak about with Carlin is his co-parenting situation with the mother of his children. Many of you dads out there have hit me up with a lot of excuses as to why you are not involved in your children's lives, especially when I have guests on the show such as Medal of Honor recipient Dakota Meyer, who is really a great spokesman for single fathers. Now, I am the furthest thing from a relationship expert and this is not a podcast about marriage and believe me my own marriage has had many ups and downs over the last 15 years this show is about fatherhood and in my opinion any reason for not being involved in your child's life is just an excuse and most of the excuses tend to be directed at the hatred that a guy has for his ex or some legal issue caused by the ex and many have been hit with a lot harder circumstances than i could ever imagine but none of them are a reason to quit on your children And it is never too late to turn back and begin taking the steps to get back involved in your child's life. There are far too many kids growing up in this country without a father in their life, and many because of circumstances that are out of control because the father is either dead or in prison. But dads who are voluntarily abandoning their responsibility as a father are just crippling our societies. And they are definitely missing out on the greatest title that they will ever hold on this earth, and that is the title of father. All right, so as we continue our celebration of fatherhood and family life here, if there is a father that you know that has an estranged relationship with his children, it's always a good chance to reach out and let him know just how awesome of an experience he's missing out on of being a dad. All right, so let's go, dads. Help me spread the word about this podcast to any father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list and let them know about the show that is here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with the world's fastest rugby player, Carlin Isles. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, dads, are you looking to boost your energy level? Strike Force Energy has got you covered. With a Strike Force Energy packet, you can turn any beverage into an energy drink. Their original energy packets contain no sugar, no calories, just an explosion of energy and flavor added to any beverage. Strike Force Energy is veteran owned, and all their products are made right here in the United States. Co founded by Navy SEAL Sean Matson, Strike Force Energy blows away the energy drink competition. Right now, first class fatherhood listeners can save. off their purchase by visiting StrikeForceEnergy.com and using the promo code FATHERHOOD. StrikeForce Energy turns any beverage into an energy drink. Get yours today. StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code FATHERHOOD. All right, and joining me now is a first-class father. He is known as the fastest rugby player in the world. He did a stint in the NFL with the Detroit Lions before switching over to a successful rugby career in which he was featured on the U.S. national team that competed in the 2016 Summer Olympics. It is so cool for me to say, Carl and Isles, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Uh, thank you. Glad to be. Right, let's start here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? Um, I have two. Um, one's about to turn three. And the other one's about to turn five. Uh, okay, very cool. Um, 
did you guys do any kind of gender reveal to find out what you were having there, or did you wait to the end to find out? Um, we almost waited to the end. So a little surprise. So, but it was a fun, fun, fun how we did it. Yeah. Okay. You go for any more, or are you standing pat at two right now? Ooh, stand at two right now. I might go for some more later, but two right is all right now. <laughs> it's a lot right. to handle. All right, good enough. If you could, Carl, and please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Um, so I play um, rugby for the USA Sevens. Um, dubbed as the fastest rugby player in the world. I'm 2016 Olympian and um, aiming for 2020. Well, we only qualified for 2020, but also trying to go and for track and field as well. So it's a little bit of just in my background. So I started playing rugby in 2012. Um, I was running track professionally before that, and then kind of saw it on the internet, um, kind of prayed about it, and uh, God gave me a sign of direction, and I ended up switching, and about a month later, I uh, got invited to a USA Development Tour in Canada, and then made the squad, only playing rugby for about a year, and my life kind of took off after that. I mean, only played, only made made the USA rugby team, only playing for about a month, so, yeah. Wow, that's incredible, Colin. And, yeah. and I know you've had all these crazy experiences in life, but how did the experience of becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Um, one, it just a lot of different things. You know, now you you know you've been for me. I've always been about you know me, my grind, my success. You know, trying to make it. And now you bring in two beautiful children, and it's not only you have to look out for us for them, and everything you do is for them and around them. And um, that's that's the most important thing. So, you know, it gives you a different, you know, added purpose in life. Yeah, and I think it's awesome to see the the level of commitment that you and your ex have made towards co-parenting your children. There, I read your Mother's Day post that you threw up on Instagram. There, yeah. um, how did you guys get to that point, and what are some of the challenges of co-parenting together? Um, so we got to that we got to that point where we always had a, you know, great relationship and. Um, you know, I always want to make sure that, you know, she's fine and they're fine. And, you know, you can't, you know, you're not, it's not about you. Um, it's about them. And my thing is always looking out for, you know, each other and, and having the best interest and not being bitter, whatever the situation is. And if you like bitter, then that's when everything goes downhill. But for, for us, it was just like, you know, we always, you know, we just, I, I guess she's so cool and so calm and so relaxed and so chill. And the way my personality is as well is just that I just I always want the best for people and I always want um things to be, you know, no no bitterness in the heart and so it's like communication is key, understanding and you know, just just love in general. So we're regardless if we're together or not, um just the love that we have for each other and respect, you know, it's it that's what helped us a, a lot in that situation. And then it's tough. Believe me, it's tough, but you know, you always look at the but you always keep things in the forefront in the right perspective, and that's the key. Yeah, very well said. And, uh, you know, we are facing a fatherless crisis in the country right now, Colin, so it's awesome to yeah. see that you are an active dad, and even though that the relationship may not have worked out, that you guys are doing what it takes to stay active and present in the kids' lives. Yes, sir. Um, and, and you know what I say? Rugby here has caught on quite a bit. Some high schools now have it, and we know it's in the Olympics. What advice do you have for parents out there whose kids are playing in high school and looking to go next level? Um, man, uh, the sky's the limit, you know, especially if you want to go next level, you can, and, uh, you know, I started late and I made it, so my thing is if you, you know, devote your time to your craft and understanding the game and you know that you're special and you can make it to the next level, then all being, all being, 
Like, if you especially if you want to go to the Olympics, do it. Or you want to play overseas professionally, whatever it is. Like, it's not just, you know, football and American, like, the traditional sports you can go in. You can go in rugby and chase your dreams and, you know, make a make a name and make a life for yourself um, and then make a life even after that. So you know, it's a lot of connections that you can make and um, wherever you end up steering and going that, you know, there's always a pathway that can be paved, but it starts by doing um, and not just, you know, believing in something, but actually putting in the footsteps to do it. You'll never become what you're not being on a day-to-day basis, and that's key. Yeah, yeah, well said. I usually ask the NFL dads about this, like uh, what, what's a good age for kids to start playing tackle football because of all the CTE reports. Is there, is there a yeah. concussion issue with rugby as well, and what is a good age for kids to start playing? Oh, ladies, you can start playing rugby at any age, I think. I think one one thing about rugby is that they teach you how to tackle prep. Um, properly, and that's the most thing. Like you know, football growing up, you know, you just leave with your head and, and all those other types of things. But rugby, they teach you one-on-one tackling, and it's all under control. So the more you can do it at a younger age, the better, because it's it's going to be ingrained and instilled in you early, and you'll know great habits and you know great proper techniques. And I don't, there's not a lot of concussion issues in rugby, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And and how much did you know about rugby before you started playing it? What was the genesis of you getting involved in it? So I had no idea about rugby beforehand. Like never watched it. Uh, one of my high school um, friends mentioned it mentioned it in, when I was in high school, and I was he was just like tackle. It was like football with no pads, and I was like ah no thank you. Especially because I didn't want to get my teeth and stuff knocked out. And I was like nah that's too rough for me. Uh-uh, forget that. So. I forgot all about it, and then 2012 came, and I was studying film because I like biomechanics-type stuff, and I saw it on the Internet, and I saw this big field with, like, seven guys on it. I saw 15, and then I saw sevens. I'm like, oh, man, I think I'd be pretty good at this. You know, I played football growing up. I did track and field, so that's what kind of got me into it. I just started watching it. The more I watched it, the more I fell in love with it. Yeah. That, now, do your kids come to see you play or come to train, or do they get a chance to see the games? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, they got to see me in Vegas. They want to come and see me in, in L.A. when it's in L.A. this year. So, and hopefully they get to come to the to the Olympics. Hopefully my son is being a handful, but <laughs> that'd be great as well. So, yeah, they're gonna, they get to see me on TV and then um, live. Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. That's awesome. And what type of disciplinarian are you, Carlin, as, as a dad? Are you a spanker, a timeout guy? How do you kind of handle discipline with the kids? So um, so I've tried, I've tried a bunch of different things. I don't try to revert to spanking, but I, I do. Um, I tried to just, to, you know, conversate. That didn't help. My son was a handful. But for me personally, like, I don't spank him a lot. But if I got to, 
or I threaten them with it, then they 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 straighten up. Um, I think that's the best for me. You know, I, even I tell them, and I always you know tell them why or give them love even afterwards. But I'm just like, you understand? Like, there's a choice. The choices you make, there comes consequences with it. So I always try to tell them you want to do what's right, and don't. And they always ask why, anyways, and I always tell them why. So I just try to instill in, in them early um, great values and understanding that everything they do, if you keep doing it, that's a choice. So do you want a whooping? Because you keep acting this way, then you're going to get a whooping. That's your choice. So for me, that's that's what I do. Um, but we try not to whoop them as much, but now that they get a little older, we don't do it as much, and they're kind of like more disciplined understanding. But, yeah, so that's what we. That's how I kind of go about it. But. Yeah, good stuff. Do you have the five-year-old involved in any sports or activities yet? Oh man, she's she's done. So the, the, the my little one, he's a he's uh he's the boy. My oldest one, she's a girl. She does dance, gymnastics. She wanna do soccer, um, but like we'll go out and race a lot. Her um and she's like she's fast, and not only that, she can run like long. So. I'm like, okay, she's going to be my track girl. But my son is like, he almost built like me, so he's going to be fast too. So I'm excited for him to start stuff. Start stuff. But my daughter loves swimming. She can swim her butt off. Um, so, yeah, I'm just getting everything. But she's really smart. So that's a big plus for us as well because, you know, I ain't trying to pay for no college. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, got him in, I got him in activities. Yeah, that's cool. How about as far as I know, a struggle for a lot of us parents is dealing with the technology, the screen time, the iPad. How do you kind of handle or monitor all that with your kids? You know what? That's a good thing. So um, the mother and I, we always talk because, like, especially she works nights. So she works from, like, 7 to, like, 3. And then she'll get up. But I'm in – I have to travel back and forth because I'm in Austin. I'm in San Diego and they're in Austin. But she'll, like, give them the iPads in the morning just a little bit because they want to play. And you just give them time so she can go to sleep. But we try to limit because Harlow wants to be. That's my. Oh, she wants to be in the iPad all the time, and we're and we'd be like, oh my god, we gotta stop getting them in a in a technology so much and go play, go learn and something than what we usually do anyway. Because I'm always trying to teach them how to read or do this and do that. And my daughter's so smart, and they pick up stuff even when it comes to technology stuff really well. But we try to limit that as much as possible because man, they become addicted to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm facing that same problem myself. I have four kids myself, and I'm having that trouble uh, with some of them. So uh, it's definitely a challenge for sure. Yeah. And, and one thing, too, Carlin, because you are co-parenting, uh, I know a lot of single dads listen to the podcast here, and one of the things they struggle with a lot is when is the right time to introduce uh, a new potential spouse to your children. So at what point do you think you would have to get to in a new relationship to introduce a new um, potential spouse to your kids? Man, that is a very, very good question. I think it becomes to a point where, and it's almost, and it's almost scary at a sense, you know, because it's just like you're introducing someone else and them. It's just a lot of unfamiliarity that will happen, and then just like understanding, okay, this is mommy's and daddy's new partner, and getting the kids to try to understand that, and accepting. I think they will eventually, but even just the awkwardness of it. But I think. At the same time, it's, it's, I mean, timing is everything, but it's just like once you get to know someone very well and this is somebody that, okay, you can see that you can spend your life with and see yourself with, and then you start like, okay, and then understanding, okay, they know the situation as well, and they're, okay, 
and then having a conversation with that partner, whether it's a, a girl or a guy, whatever it is, and then coming to a point and saying, okay, would you like to meet my kids? And then if they say, yeah, or they feel comfortable, then you go about it and do it. So I think you have to have a talk with your partner, and then they, if they're comfortable, and then talk with, then you have to have a talk with your ex, <laughs> and then they have to be comfortable. So it's just like all parties got to kind of be comfortable with it. So, but if you build a, if you have a good relationship with your ex or whoever it is, then I think it'd be it's a lot easier. Yeah, I know it's a lot easier said than done, and I, I you know, I can only imagine. It's awesome to see uh, that level of commitment that you do have uh, that's going on yeah. with you and your kids here. Um, what's what's next for you, Colin? What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? So my future, um, I definitely want to be, um, you know, I want to be around in my kids' life a lot more. It's hard because I have to travel to so many different countries, and then I just want to be there for them. So then, you know, okay, where I'm going to be, I'm going to make that happen, and trying to figure that out. Um, see if okay, am I going to do another four years in the Olympics, or I'm a you know, stop for a little bit, a year or two, take a year off, and then maybe go back to it um, and then figure out, you know, what I want to do as far as, like, okay, if I move here, then, okay, what I'm going to do, so job-wise, and then um, just mostly just trying to be there for them more, so especially as the, my kids start getting into sports more and I want to continue to, you know, build good characters and instill good buyers in them, I think I want to do that early, early as possible. So that's one of my big things is being around for them more and, instilling good values in, into them so that they they know how to operate and, and work in this world because this world is uh, no joke. Yeah, yeah, very well said. All right, last thing I want to hit you with here, Colin, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Um, the advice I would give to a new dad um, that's out there or listening or about to listen or maybe don't know they're one until sooner or later. But anyway... My thing is to always be consistent. I mean, the the thing is, consistency is everything. And, you know, there's never, how can I say this? There's, there's you can't do things when it's convenient, you know. You got to learn how to, you know, work through issues regardless of what it is. Go through it. You know, you can't, you know, put stuff on hold and then try to go back to it. And, and then when things are good, then come out. I think you always got to work through things, work through issues, have good communication skills, um, be consistent and think about the whole picture. Don't think about just one problem or one thing. Think about how everything affects X, Y, Z, regardless of what it is, because you can become so close-minded. So um, I think when you when you look at things from a, a, the right perspective and the whole picture, I think it'll save you a lot of time and save you a lot of you know um, being being tired, you know, problems and things like that. So. The main thing is, you know, just just have great values in the foundation as a man because I think it helps you with everything, being a father and in everything in general in life. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. i got to say, Carl and Isles, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you so much.
Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Carl and Isles for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM over on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in tomorrow. I got a very special Warrior Wednesday edition of the podcast here. Former F-16 fighter pilot David Gentner, who went by the call sign Finch, is going to be joining me here. Thursday, we have Heisman Trophy winner Carson Palmer stopping by the podcast. And Friday, we return to our Frogman Friday format of the show, Retired Navy seal and dog musher up in alaska jeff reed will be here that's going to be a lot of fun so please keep it locked in here that's all i got for you guys today i am alec lace you have been listening to first class fatherhood and thank you for doing so always remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers